Wednesday, May 1st, 2019. You are in the place to be reviews. Big show on tap this evening. Thank you for joining me. I am Pete. My co-host Monica will be here shortly. Tonight on tap, we are going to talk some end game wrap up. Um, going to discuss about a few characters we didn't touch on the other day. Get to some salary information that was released on the big three in the MCU. Also discuss a possible incoming villain who has been both villain and superhero in the comics his possible arrival plus the return of my IWB timeline centered on Battlezone TV episode 28 from January of 2017 ladies and gentlemen stay tuned because this is the place to be reviews and you are in it it's the first of the month baby Place to be reviews. Pete right here with you, and it sounds like the uh, the bell sounded, so I have been joined by Monica. How are you doing tonight, Monica? Hi. Hey, happy hump day. <laughs> it is when guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. <laughs> hump day. Oh, well, I mean, it's just another day that ends in Y because I was home all day, but I did leave the house today, so I actually put jeans on today, so I felt like a human being. Uh, with a purpose instead of my normal just wearing sweatpants all day. Yeah, so. you, you that's fancy. You went fancy. I did. I actually <laughs> wore uh, wore my brown leather shoes. I did not just uh, skimp out and put the uh, the tennis shoes on today, too. I was like, I had the belt matching the shoes and everything. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do this right today. Uh, yeah. So, oh, cool. and just to go to, uh, to go to Walmart and the pet store. So, you know, showing out today is a, is a, <laughs> <laughs> so you were turn, really turn fancy head. for Walmart. I mean, dang. Turn, turn, turning heads and breaking necks at Walmart by matching shoes and belt combo. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're not ready for that. <laughs> well, that and I, that and I've showered, you know, within oh, the dang. last or so. I just totally like, you know, it was like I felt like the prom queen for uh, for once in my life. So well, all I right, mean, rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna feel. Once in a while, I guess it was my turn. So what we have on tap this evening, uh, we have, we're going to start with a little endgame wrap up. Um, Want to talk a little bit about Ant-Man and uh, Professor Hulk as we really didn't touch on them as much as uh, we probably should have last episode. Yeah, I mean, two two hours, I guess, wasn't enough to, no. to talk endgame. <laughs> no, and um, you know what? We, we discussed that, you know, trying to, you know, keep the time limit down because both of us want to actually get to the gym. Uh, well, me, I just have to walk out to my garage. So, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, I got like a 20 minute drive. So. Yeah. I, I see. I just, I just walk out to the garage. I got my weight room right there. So. Okay. But, stop uh, showing off now. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We'll, we'll keep it uh we'll, we'll, we'll try to keep to our time tonight but we do have a lot on tap so we can get right into it now uh with uh with ant-man who was an integral part of the time heist because of the quantum realm knowledge that he has gleaned and this was yeah. uh was a really cool way to uh make him just even more of a major player in this movie Yes. So I mentioned, you know, in the last the last uh, show that um, I wasn't all that excited about Paul Rudd being cast as his character. And then 
I was kind of iffy about, you know, the first Ant-Man that came out. Um, and, and towards the end, you know, and I like Paul Rudd. I just wasn't sure about him as, as Ant-Man. Um, and then towards the end of that movie, you know, I was kind of, you know, got the feel for him. And obviously, Ant-Man and Wasp, I really ended up kind of taking to his character. Um, yeah. So I, I was kind of excited at how big of a role he had for this movie. Uh, obviously, you know, well, the okay the rat had the key role for the movie um the he, rat's yeah yeah he um but he obviously you know had his his brilliant idea <laughs> and the whole taco you know little uh bit in there that was kind of funny too but um <laughs> that, was, that was funny um yeah so that i i liked that i liked i liked his that he was kind of evolving i guess um and and I know I think it was Jason on your your show prior that was asked you know questioning where he was during Infinity War, um, which of course you know he was with with his girl doing doing the Ant Man and Wasp thing, and then obviously you know the Thanos snapped his fingers, and so that that was the bit where um, everybody's asking where Ant Man was. He was off trying to uh, do his own thing there, but yeah, it was it was a good uh, kind of plot twist i guess i wasn't really quite expecting his character to kind of have a major aspect of of the film because he he didn't really prior he didn't really in um civil war i guess you know he kind of is the fluke that's in the van like you know i i you know plays plays the 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 parody kind of thing but yeah that was uh that i i really loved him in civil war um yeah, is <laughs> I I just Paul Rudd in anything he made the uh, the one Halloween movie he was in the Michael Myers movie is like Halloween Six, which is one of the absolute worst movies in <laughs> the entire franchise. And he actually made that palatable just because he he's so just devilishly charming and it's he like is. that's what it is about. He's like he's like disarming. He's like so he just seems so nice. Like it's yeah. like it's almost like it is. It's disarming. Um, but like the Ant Man role is perfect for him. I, I I really feel that I don't see anybody that could play Scott Lang better than Paul Rudd. You know, after seeing him portray it through you know two of his own movies, and then uh, well, to be fair, Ant Man and the Wasp was more Wasp uh, Wasp and Ant Man, which is fine uh, yeah. because of I really uh, like Evangeline Lilly. Um, yeah, I do too. Uh, I fell in love with her when she was on Lost. Uh, which is a show I unapologetically have watched the entire run probably five times. I've okay, heard. I'll do you one better. I own every single season on DVD. Are you serious? Lost, I swear to you. <laughs> I think we just became better friends. That's awesome. <laughs> so I, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the whole triangle with her and Matthew Fox and uh, Josh uh, Holloway, uh, his Sawyer character, which was yeah. – uh, you know, that was, and my wife is like in love with Josh Holloway. So I was like, you yeah, know, I was like, I, 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 I like, I, I had a man, too, so. I got a man crush on him. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm secure enough in my, uh, my manhood to say that. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on to Professor Hulk before, uh, before I go any further and embarrass myself. No, um, <laughs> um, not all Professor Hulk this time. No banner, yeah. no straight up Hulk. Uh, what, what kind of threw me in, I mean, obviously I'm knowledgeable about, marvel um but i I kind of so they they end infinity war you know we never saw the hulk he 
he struggled. Oh, I guess we should go back to, to uh, Ragnarok. He, you know, yes. did that whole bit where, you know, he kind of was skeptical to get angry and transform into the Hulk because he wasn't sure he was going to revert back to Banner. Yes. Um, or at least that's what they toyed with, you know. So it, it made the the end scene where he, you know, he transforms and he takes on the giant massive dog. Like, they made that more dramatic. And yep. then we roll into Infinity War, and you don't see Hulk at all. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't come out. Uh, he he's in uh, Iron Man's little suit contraption thing there. Buster. Yes. So, yep. and and in that you get hit, and of course, yeah, I know he's in Iron Man, in the the Hulk Buster. Um, you get him in comparison with Thanos, and I I felt like it was relatively similar. Um, but then, then we see in this movie, we see Professor Hulk and he's small and, and it never really, I guess, I don't know. I feel like Hulk and Hulkbuster in, um, is it Civil War or was it? Yes. Yeah, Civil War. Infinity. No. When they come, Wait. when they're battling each other. Oh yeah. That was Civil War. Yeah. So they're comparable in size. And then you throw in Hulkbuster and, um, Thanos in civil war or the end of civil war um they're they're similar in size and then you get professor hulk and thanos and they're like noticeably different you know that that just just to comment back on um what you guys were talking about with the size of him um yeah yeah jay because jason brought that up uh that he was you know, uh, smaller is Professor Hulk, and that was. And then we talked about, you know, and you and I touched on this too because Jason and I talked about it about him never getting a return bout with Thanos, which was kind of, I think, shortchanging him considering this character is probably leaving the MCU now. Right, and and what I didn't, I didn't uh, notice, I guess, or pick up on was when what all of a sudden is like the point where he he got to change into uh hulk because you you don't see him so uh, so i guess i mean i give they give a one-liner of you know him explaining like you know i've kind of come to terms with it that i'm accepting him as as you know banner as accepting hulk um as himself but it it's confusing to me because in the comics he's angry he doesn't have that. I don't know. It just something didn't sit well with me. It kind of took away from Banner, took away from Hulk. I didn't, and and the size different. I mean, you just you're used to this big, massive dude. Um, he, yeah, he was a little bit bigger in th- than uh, Thanos in Infinity War, uh, because the Titan Thanos's race, uh, they're big. I mean, they're just they're genetically. Yeah. They're big. They're super powered. Uh, you know, they're extremely intelligent, and that was the thing with the fight scene in Infinity War. Is you know, you look at it like, and it's like Hulk is just thumping on Thanos for the first couple uh, seconds of this fight, and then Thanos one shot. And if you, I watched a couple of videos that broke it down, kind of like a fight science thing. And uh, well, he hit Hulk in the kidneys, which basically you know stuns your entire body. And Thanos is a, he's not just a brawler. The Hulk is a brawler. Thanos is a tactician, both on the battlefield and in hand-to-hand combat. So he knew exactly where to uh, hit the Hulk at to render his uh, size advantage 
you know, null and void. And he did that. And that's how he was able to basically beat him into just being banner from there on out. Right. And, and I, I don't, the whole, the whole, um, I guess maybe it's different too. You know, I, I read Hulk as, I don't know, 14, 15 years old. And he was always just angry all the time. And in my head as a kid, picturing that versus these movies, you know, you kind of got where Natasha could calm him down, but she was the only one kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't get... I just expected him to still be angry because I guess, at, you know, reading them, I felt like he couldn't, you know, dis- decipher between friend or foe when he was that way. He was just angry. And they show that in his movie and in the first Avengers, you know, he's like kind of beaten up on his own guys. You know, you got you got the classic where he kind of pounds Thor into the next room um, scene. So it just. And I get that he's evolving and all that stuff. And, and Professor Hulk, I get it. I just, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't care for it too much, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, that's what I like because, you know, you've read, you've read the comics. You know, I haven't read all these. And, you know, I, I basically, other than just doing little snippets of uh, reading here and there on, uh, you know, on different sites that, you know, it's almost like a Wikipedia for comics is – the MCU and it's just, and I only acknowledge uh, the the MCU with Ruffalo and the Ed Norton movie, that Eric Bana thing that happened. But I, I don't, I, I, that was just, yeah, that was not good. Um, <laughs> that was not a good at all. You know, I would rather recognize the uh, Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno uh, Hulk is canon as opposed to the Eric Bana film. So, yeah. but no, I, I see what you're saying though, because, the Hulk, yeah, from the comics, the Hulk is he's always angry when he is in Hulk mode. There's no there's no controlling him, there's no reasoning with him. He's just an illogical, irrational monstrosity with superhuman agility, powers, speed, strength. So you can't reason with that. Yeah. But now and and, and that was the kind of like you you know, you get Hulk smash, you know, and now all of a sudden he's having these conversations and like he's an intellectual and it's like, I, I guess I missed that comic. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I read those as kids, but it just, <laughs> I just wanted him angry, I guess. I like when, when Hulk smashes. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. He was taking selfies with kids at the beginning of the movie. I mean, yeah, it, it, was, which which is straight up Mark Ruffalo. Like that's what he does yeah. in in real life. But I mean, I, I yeah, I just didn't care for him, his character the whole, the whole way through the movie. It was kind of eh, you know. Well, he did. He got to uh, he got to do the uh, the first snap that uh, brought everybody back from the decimation. Um, you know, that was pretty much his, his big, uh, almost, you know, his swan song kind of for, you know, yeah. his last big achievement uh, in the MCU. So uh, do you, what, I mean, moving forward, obviously the transition on, uh, the Disney streaming service, Disney plus, uh, it, I imagine they're going to probably have Ruffalo in the professor Hulk, uh, kind of passing the torch to Jennifer Walters, who is She-Hulk, and I believe she was basically green all the time uh, from the comics, wasn't she? Yeah, I mean, but he was too. So I, 
I'm kind of interested to see how that goes. Like, how how do they communicate with each other? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, yep. So, yeah, I don't. She's she's uh she's angry, all the time. Yeah, um, and she's a lawyer too, which is even scarier. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that during cross examination. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Right, right, don't and that's what maybe. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 uh, abide any laws over there. No, um, <laughs> but she wants I, a retainer. Um, she wants a retainer fee. Give it to her. You're gonna lose an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. At the very least. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm wondering how they're gonna kind of like uh, play that off. As if they're, you know, buddy buddy, like, you know, oh, we go way back, we're such good friends, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just don't see how they're gonna do it. I don't know. Like I said, that's one of those that I'm, I'm gonna probably catch an episode or two just to check it out. But I don't. For it. Yeah, I don't see me, you know, sitting down watching more than an hour's worth. So we'll see. <laughs> that. I- I'll check it out. You know, it, like I said, I'm going to get uh, somebody's password to use the uh, Disney Plus streaming service. So I'll uh, I'll check it out. We can, uh, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how it is. But so yeah. I want to switch gears here, and it's in uh, it's a very unpleasant topic. Oh uh, God! <laughs> you already know. You already know where you're going, don't you? She we, ruined my entire day yesterday. I we, just want to throw that out there. We, and I heard uh, Cecil on uh, Diversity and Cecil's channel on YouTube call her this, and I want to give him credit for that because it is such a fitting name. Brie Larson is America's ex-wife. Oh, um, my God. I love that. If, if you if you want America's ex-wife, look at – like look at – she is what like – a woman like a horrible woman would look like i believe like this is like after she's like browbeat you for years and years and she's just you're married to this like cringy like yeah she she may have been beautiful at the start but this is like what she became yeah because like, she's just pure hatred <laughs> she's just pure hatred she is like she makes me angry I mean, just like my whole vibe changes just hearing her. Like, see, I, I'm like, dang. Like, I'm not normally a pretty spunky, happy person, but you, yeah, you are. Like, I, like I said, she ruined my entire day yesterday, and I'll tell you, it, it's so stupid. I don't know why I let her bother me so much, but so uh, my mom and I are huge Ellen fans, and yesterday Ellen had uh, Zach Efron on her show, which you know I love Zach. Um, so I happened to be catching uh, her her Ellen's interview with Zach and all this, and the next video to pop up is Brie Larson and um, Scarlett Johansson on on the Ellen Show, who is basically okay. So we got now Ellen's like America's sweetheart, you know, she's just a, an awesome lady versus America's ex wife. So that's an awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> It is such a great uh, analogy. Yeah, um, but so you'll have to check out that that interview. But she basically took a shot at Ellen, and I was like, I, it made me so angry. And I don't know. I mean, Ellen kind of didn't really react, and I don't know. I I didn't check out any press after that and what people were saying. But I'm like, surely I'm not the only one that was upset by that but it it just ruined my whole day just just to see that i was like how are you gonna take a shot at ellen of all people you know 
Yeah. <laughs> on her so, own show. So so that I, my day was ruined after that yesterday. I was so mad. <laughs> that is that is horrible. Yeah. So so check that out when you get a minute. I will. I'll, I'll have to get on YouTube. I can get on Twitter and see if there is anything um, uh, happening in the Twitter sphere because usually that's where that goes down. Uh, you'll you'll see the, the the celebrity beefs play out on Twitter. Twitter is. I don't. Are you on Twitter at all? I, I am. Um, I kind of forget to check it every once in a while, so I don't know when the last day I was actually on there. I, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to search and give you a follow. Um, or just search the, uh, this is a good time to plug the place to be reviews on Twitter. Uh, Etepokuin is the place to be reviews on YouTube. Uh, that channel is going to be popping off uh, very soon uh, with a lot more content. We'll have uh, streams on there with Monica and I basically doing the podcast over there. We'll still be on Anchor giving content here. And also, also we'll be doing some uh, live uh, reviews and uh, watch parties and stuff like that on YouTube. And to get into that, uh, now that I know you're a Lost fan, um, <laughs> we can like some favorite episodes. And uh, we just have to remember to keep our volume down so we don't get hit with uh, copyright strikes. Like I, I got hit with a copyright strike on my personal Facebook page last night for a lip sync video to Whitney Houston. What? <laughs> okay, first of all, what? Second of all, when were when was when were you lip syncing? Did I miss that? I think you did. I was, uh, I was, I literally just got done lifting and, uh, I have like one Whitney Houston song on my playlist, uh, on the music I've downloaded. And it's, uh, I, the song, I have nothing, which I, I love it. Uh, I'm not going to apologize that I love Whitney Houston anyway. Um, but I've lip synced that song like two or three times. There's actually an Instagram video of me doing it and I've gotten like really good at it. So I did it last <laughs> night. Dang, <laughs> I, I missed around. it. I must've like zoned out for a minute there. I'll have to go check it it's out. It's up to like, it's funny. It's up to like 200 views and they, the Facebook literally sent me a copyright. I'll send you the, the a screenshot of it. They, they copyright struck me for it. Um, they, you can hear the very beginning of the audio for like 0.2 seconds and it cuts out and it's just me moving my mouth and <laughs> flailing around. It's, um, it's hilarious, but no. So <laughs> yeah, I did that last night right after I was done lifting and, uh, yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. Facebook tools. Yeah. Got it. I'll, yep. I'll, so I'll have I to got, check it out. I, uh, I have to, um, we follow me on Instagram. The, uh, the original one is from like October of 2017. That's on, uh, that's on my Instagram page. But, um, yeah, I did, uh, I did that for some reason. I don't even know why. And, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. The pre pre workout still flowing through. You know, you gotta 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 get rid of it. <laughs> oh, this is post workout. This is like post chest workout. I don't even know how I had any energy, but I um, did. Um, <laughs> I was trying to help you out. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I I just dig I just dig the holes and just fall in them all the time. It's it's just what it has to be in me. Um, but anyway, so America's ex wife Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, this article was on uh, we got this covered.com. It's by who I'm sure will go on to win a Pulitzer Prize, David Pounton. Uh, this is from two days ago. And I'm going to read this in a voice that I'm sure he, uh, he probably sounds like. So it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Brie Larson has repeatedly gone on record showing her support for the idea of an all-female Avengers movie. And having just seen Avengers Endgame in cinemas, the Captain Marvel star seems more committed than ever to the suggestion. 
In an interview with CNET, the actress was asked who she'd like to team up with in the MCU. In response, Larson proposed something more ambitious than your standard buddy movie. Now, here's what Brie Larson probably should sound like, and I picture her like a New Jersey housewife. I'm still really into this idea of an old female Avengers movie. Getting all the women together and get them into work as a team would be so powerful and iconic. Excuse me, I need a Marlboro Red. <laughs> but that is, uh, that is America's ex-wife uh, in an interview with, with Cena. I can't handle her. I can't stand her. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and the thing is, I, I'm not, I wouldn't complain about an all-female Avengers movie, but it led by her just automatically, like, dampens it right from the start. Yeah. 100% I agree with that statement. And it's kind of like, I mean, if it, in uh, Marvel land, um, if you kind of get the, the front-running women that you know that can produce, that would be an epic movie. And you know it's going to be an epic movie. But is that all, three Larson that all in charge? It, no, it, there's just nothing good that's going to come of that. Um, I feel like whatever she suggests, whatever idea she's got, just go the exact opposite. Just, just run. It's it. like a George Costanza from Seinfeld. Do the opposite. Yeah, run, run 100% the other way. Go, go the other. Yep. You know, um, she, this it's sketchy. Oh, I just can't stand her. This is the thing, too, and you remember she said she wanted to direct an MCU movie. Yeah, why? I mean, so, what I'm thinking is, you know, if, and it would be really, this is like, it would be bad, but let her direct the all-female one, because like I said, I, I've seen a couple clips of Unicorn Store, and she wrote and directed that hot mess. Yeah, I still haven't so, watched that yet. <laughs> I haven't either. I haven't, I haven't, number one, had the urge to drink that much to be able to make myself watch it or two i haven't had the urge to pour bleach in my eyes <laughs> after i watch it so i'm, I'm holding off on that uh yeah but i i, I do want to watch it just so we can review it and you know that's it's going to be painful um it's going to be i would rather have I, I would say i'd almost rather have a root canal but i don't know i don't think so i never had a root canal but they don't sound Either. But neither just watching Unicorn Store. Yeah, with, uh, I mean, if it's a free root canal, maybe, but I don't want to pay for it. So. <laughs> no, it's just like, why? I don't pay for Netflix, so. Uh, well, I do. I, I'm I'm the owner of the Netflix account, and then I just have all the little minions underneath me that, you know. See, I'm one of the minions. I'm yeah. one of the minions. Oh, I'm calling That's... out calling out my, my mom and my sister and my brother. I don't know. It's, I really almost... don't even know who's on my account anymore, but yeah. <laughs> It's, it's always the family. It's the same thing with me. It's like me, my mom, my sister, my wife, my ex-brother-in-law. There's like, you know, yeah. it's, it's like a whole... I, I, think, I think my nephew even has an account on mine. I'm pretty sure. He's five. <laughs> like, what is he? He doesn't even know how to turn the TV on. Actually, that's a lie. But yeah, he's... Whatever. You know, this is bad. My mom bought my son an Amazon Fire. and He's three and a half. She bought him an Amazon Fire tablet. Now, I severely limit his tablet time. Like, he does not get it every day. And he does not get it for more then usually a half hour to 40 minutes unless I am doing something that I need him to stay completely occupied, which he will if he has that. Yeah. You know, he won't move other than to get up and go to the bathroom. But so I limit that. So my mom is watching him for the night and uh, 
she puts Netflix on there for me. He already knows how to use YouTube. He goes and he watches his toy videos and his cartoons on YouTube. And I can monitor what he does through his account. And I have the parent locks enabled. Well, she just puts Netflix on there for him. So he is just openly like watching stuff on Netflix. Oh, Lord. One day I'm like, I'm like, uh, but I look through and the things he's watched and it's nothing but Power Rangers and his, what was it? Uh, what's on there? The Cat in the Hat with Martin Short. Yes, my niece is, uh, she's obsessed with that. <laughs> and um, oh, so here we go, go, go on an adventure. The thingamajigger is up and away. I know the song. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah, um, so uh, <laughs> we went to Florida recently, and um, my it was my sister and I and her two kids, and and we got to the house we're staying at, and there's basically two uh, full beds. So she's like, "I'll take a, a bed and a kid, and you get a bed and a kid." So I'm like, "Okay." So I got I got the one that um, doesn't sit still when she sleeps and is up at five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you know. So, anyways, oh, I had. Really- yeah, I I had my my iPad down there and we were we pull up Netflix and that's it. The, the hat auntie hat auntie and I'm like okay cat in the hat got it and same thing I'm like can we just mute it you know turn it down like <laughs> but oh yeah I know that that whole song by heart you know you can't do it without thing one and thing two yeah. <laughs> you know I mean it's cute I guess whatever it it's, it's funny but. Yeah, so it's just funny that it's it's Martin Short playing the the cat in the hat. I know. Uh, you know and at first, I, 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 when when I heard it, I was like, "Wait, hold on," you know, because you know you just push play and you kind of go about whatever you're doing for yep. her. And then I was like, "Um, wait a minute," and you go back and look, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I thought I pulled that voice," you know, but. Do you realize we were talking about Brie Larson and we now we're talking about the cat in the hat? Which is 10 times better than Brie Larson. So anyway, after, after her paragraph in this article, um, let's see our soy filled author goes on to say the Oscar winner went on to argue. And I love how they, they, they throw her Oscar out there. Like that has any, right. That, that I read that article and I was like, I literally saw, I'm scrolling through reading it and I put my iPad down and just kind of like sighed heavily (laughs) and then picked it back up to finish reading that, that line. I was like, man, I mean, It is. It's just, it's like we said, she is just, she's cringy. Yeah. She's absolutely cringy. And, you know, so you, you read the article, so you get, you get the gist of it. She's leaning towards that. Um, you know, she's leaning towards that, that, that female, all feet, like kind of like an A force, Yeah. which, that in, you know, as well as I do, that comic lasted 10, 10 issues. Uh, maybe. And, and I was 10. And it, it completely. Wow. You know what so. I didn't like? I, I really um, hated. Well, I shouldn't say more. Right, right underneath Brie Larson standing, you know, in, in the middle of that A Force, you know, little teaser. I guess mm-hmm. what really bothered me is, and I don't know if anybody else really picked up on it or noticed, um, but Mantis being there, basically whimpering like a lost little puppy dog. Um, yeah, they, she they did not do her any justice this movie. I mean, she's not like a strong, um, but she's very powerful in other ways. Like I said, her uh, her was it telepathy? Um, yeah, her mental abilities are 
I mean, she controlled Thanos with those. Right. And, and that's what I'm like. You, you Again, you know, when I when I said it was like disrespectful kind of thing, it, that was a part two I, I'm referencing to because she had a major role. She was the reason why um, in Infinity War, she they were kind of able to control him and get Thanos, you know. Yep. And, and it was it was a major part, and um, even in uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, she had you know uh, Peter's father. She had she had the same kind of thing, um, but th- uh, she's literally standing there. Uh, uh, that's all I could picture is like a little whimpering dog that just got you know scolded at for you know shitting on the floor. Like I was just I'm like what what like she's she's powerful and she's kind of goofy and nerdy, but it, it they just. They made her look like an idiot, and and I didn't like that. It took away from her. It did. It, it really did. And speaking of Captain Cat, like, <laughs> uh, I like to check, I like to check Rotten Tomatoes. I don't I don't have any trust in Rotten Tomatoes after they were moved. And you and I really didn't ever talk about this, but it was covered so heavily. Uh, ad nauseum um the rotten tomatoes debacle with all the reviews being removed and them shutting off the the want to see or don't want to see feature because they the the, the entire uh, access media claimed that alt-right trolls <laughs> and bots were review bombing captain marvel well nobody's talking about it anymore because the movie's come and gone and if you critique it now, you get hit with it made a billion dollars. And to the fact that it made a billion dollars, my argument is, well, just because it, something makes money doesn't mean it a good pro- it's a good product because at one time people were buying pet rocks <laughs> and people and bought probes and thought those were really awesome. So, uh, you know, those, those two things probably both made over a billion dollars too, I would, I would venture and guess to say. Um, maybe not the pet rock, but the Ford probes probably did over the course of their history right. uh, is an audio being sold. So Captain Marvel now on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score is the only thing I'll look at. And that is at 56%. Wow. For a Marvel uh, movie. <laughs> yeah, it's at 56%. So just to, just to give it uh, a little bit of um, context here, let's see. Let's go to Thor 2, which is my probably least favorite uh, uh, Marvel movie. Yeah. Let's see. You know, it it was just, it was, it was just, it was slow. Yeah, it was. And And, and it's a lot of backstory, you know, you're kind of trying to, but it it was slow. Um, and while, okay. while, you're, while you're scrolling for that too, also that was one of the things in the Ellen interview is that she references the billion dollars. Oh, of course she does. Yeah. So. Yeah, of course she would. She is. How, how is Civil War only eighty nine? Well, eighty nine percent for the audience. Let's see. Age of Ultron is eighty three. Let's see. Winter Soldier's ninety two. Okay, Winter Soldier's ninety two percent. Right. I'm gonna go all the way back up to the top here for a second because I have to. What I say. Winter Soldier's ninety two. Endgame is ninety one. All right. That, that's that's Infinity pretty accurate with my book. So. Infinity War is ninety one. Black Panther is seventy nine. Audience score. I, I just I kind of got beat up in one of my groups yesterday for. Uh, for my open uh, love of the movie Black Panther, Iron Man 
three is a 78. Black <laughs> Panther's a 79. Thor, the, Thor, okay. Captain Marvel is at 56. Thor, the Dark World. Thor 2, 76%. Wow. I mean. So Captain Marvel, like I said, the, the, the audience reviews, these, I, I don't like quoting Rotten Tomatoes at all. I really don't. Yeah, after but, that whole thing, I kind of don't even pay attention to them. As sad as but, that is, but. but it's, it's at 56%, though. I mean, that's. It's garbage. I mean, it's it wasn't a good movie. No. And Brie, Brie Larson has she's just she's she's like the like I said she's America's ex-wife. She's like the <laughs> plague of the MCU. I mean, it's just nobody nobody likes her. She's when when she's around, it's awkward. I mean, but but here's the th- hold on because I read what was I reading? Um, one of them said and not you know verbatim quote but um something along the lines of you know marvel's doing a great job and basically they can only go up following captain marvel like praising how well her movie was and directed and i I about shit myself it was one of the the characters uh or the actors from um endgame who i'll have to find that article now um, was it one of those I sent you? Possibly. Was it the one from Twitchy? Maybe. I can't. She, I can't remember. It's, it's, the title is She's the Worst. Perpetually aggrieved SJW Brie Larson, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, now complains the MCU isn't LGBT enough. You know, I didn't put this on the rundown for the show, but I wanted to talk about this because literally the only people that said this movie wasn't gay enough, basically, were weirdos on Twitter. That That's all they focus, that's, that, that, that's all they focus on, though. Right. You know, I don't care. There's a lot of gay characters in the MCU, in the, or not in the MCU, but in the comics. Yeah. Um. So it, to me, it's like they're they're there, and if you bring them to the big screen, okay, no problem. I don't care. Right. I, I don't care, but make them a good character first. Don't start with okay. So it's like you take your lump of clay that you're going to mold something out of. The first thing you're not going to do with that lump of clay is say, okay, this lump of clay is gay, or this lump of clay is trans, or what, you know what I mean? You're going to say, okay, so I've got a lump of clay. What do I want to make? I want to make a person, so I need to start making a, okay, you know, da-da-da-da-da, whatever, whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying? You, you, anything you craft, you know, you want to give it depth and character and, you know, make people invest in it. Right. For, you know, for a character to translate well into the big screen you can't lean on identity politics a lot of this these new movies and tv shows are proving that they're they're not going anywhere because those type of people don't spend money they get on twitter and they yell into the echo chamber because it's free right they're not spending money people like us are spending money on it right you know it it, it goes it's the same way Excuse me. It's the same way with Star Wars right now, just to kind of correlate this, because Disney is owns Star Wars and Marvel. You know, um, Disney openly allows the Lucasfilm employees to attack the fans uh, on social media. And I mean, they, they try to paint the Star Wars fans out to be basically alt-right, racist, misogynistic, you know, homophobes. And it's like, no, we just want Star Wars. Right. <laughs> just, 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 
give us Star Wars. Don't give us crap. Right. And then tell us Star Wars. We know what Star Wars is because, you know, this this imaginary audience that they're trying to pander to doesn't exist. The the demographic, the key market buying demographic are 19 to 45 year old males for Star Wars merchandise. I'm sitting in an office right now with 800 action figures and about $7,000 worth of Star Wars merchandise. Right. I was going to say you're you're like you have to be, you know, the <clears throat> the sole owner of majority of all that. So <laughs> no, I wish. No, you should some of the collections and the groups that I belong to are I mean it's beautiful. Like all my stuff is I have like 20 figures that are unboxed. The rest of them are all boxed up because I don't have the space here that I had to uh have them all displayed. So I keep them uh, they're packaged up except for the ones that uh, like I said I have a few out that I can look at. Um Yeah, but, I, I literally yeah, have so. have the toys from McDonald's. So <laughs> Oh, I have the I have the Burger King, all the Burger King ones yeah. from like the the prequel trilogy, uh, the Pez dispensers and stuff like that. So so there is so this article right here is talking about how and it was of course you know who reported that people were furious that or disappointed here from BuzzFeed LGBT. Of course, BuzzFeed is right garbage here i mean you can't take anything serious from buzzfeed uh it says brie larson said she wants lgbt representation in, in, into the mcu to quote move faster after fans were disappointed by endgame literally nobody was disappointed because of misrepresentation of gays in that movie no they were disappointed because there were little things that didn't happen that they wanted to happen or you know uh, just normal things that you're disappointed at that that's not the first thing that comes to mind um and even I, you know, and I'm not, I can't speak on behalf of anybody from the LGBT community because I'm not, you know, I'm not a member of that. But I mean, I don't really hear any, even on Twitter, it's just a few, there's like, there's been a few people, but they're, you look at them, you look at their profiles and they're just weirdos who complain. Right. They're not even, right. I'm sorry, if you put your, I, I'm one of those people, like, if you, if you put your pronouns on Twitter, I'm probably going to roast you. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it. <laughs> You know, I, I don't, I don't care. You know, if they, like I said, if if they put a, a gay or lesbian or anybody from the LGBT, okay, and that's where I stop. There's four letters right there. You don't need, you know, it, they basically are like working for the whole alphabet, I think. <laughs> and I think I saw ampersand in there too. So I, just chill off the the abbreviations and the and the characters. We need those. Okay, <laughs> you can have you can you can have some letters. You know, we'll we'll split them up equally. Equal, but you know, representation matters. Well, you have half the letters, we'll have the other half. Right. But, you know, don't try to annex all of them at once. It's not going to work. We're not going to let it happen. We're not Poland. Um, but there's a yeah, there's a there's like a World War II joke I just threw in there. I am old as shit. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So that was just the gist of that one. Is that, yeah, uh, I, I'll have to go back and try to find that. Um, of course, nothing's loading as I'm trying to talk to you right now. But um, it, I've got it saved in, in that folder um, of of articles, and actually, I see that I can add you to that folder, and it's uh, basically just articles that I'm setting aside for us. So I'll add you to that actually, okay. so you can just pop right in there and see the folder full of articles that we have. Yeah. So. That'll be, that's just all show stuff. So yeah, I don't, I don't think we need to talk about Brie Larson anymore. Um, yeah, please don't we, just, we, just check out Ellen, <laughs> check out her Ellen interview. Um, and then we can right. cuss her out later on, you know, you can text me later. I, but, I will do that because but, she's cringing anyway. Yeah. We, we don't need to. Especially going on, no. 
Oh, here's one thing we glossed over. Um, I wanted to talk about some salary information from the big three, uh, Evans, Hemsworth, and RDJ. And uh, this is just between the last two movies, Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, both Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth got paid between 15 and $20 million each per movie. Uh, that's just base salary. Um, Robert Downey Jr. reportedly, because did we talk about how his deal was structured? It was kind of like a progressive pay scale. Yeah, he's a he smart had. man. He's oh, he's he was brilliant. Yeah, he was brilliant because he only made five hundred thousand dollars for the first Iron Man. He had to start out after though. that. To start out, but after that, it went up to ten million a picture plus all the royalties and back end stuff he gets because he made seventy five million dollars for Infinity War. Uh, alone that's just the and movie that, though that's just that's just his movie right, salary right that's not any of the other residuals um and he got paid five million dollars a day to be on set for spider-man homecoming he he was uh, wow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean dang i i guess when, oh, you, basically... when you break it down like that like that that's that's insane just, that was just what to he got show up. Yep. Dang. Five million dollars a day to do his to do his thing. Um, yeah. So that was absolutely like I was like, oh my god, he he's brilliant. He is absolutely brilliant with the way he structured his deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So while we we were talking about Twitter, I want to talk one more time. Plug the Twitter page. It is the place to be reviews on Twitter. The place to be. RE1 is the handle due to somebody else having, I don't know, but that's the handle. You follow it or just a place to be reviews on Twitter. Um, as soon as Monica can find her Twitter handle, um, we'll just link it through. I'll share a profile on mine so you guys can follow her. She can give herself a plug on here if she wants to. Yeah, eventually. I don't even know mine. It's, I, I really <laughs> don't. I'm so bad at this. I still have my other account. I don't, I haven't logged into it. It's been locked out for like two months. Um, I told Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez she needs to learn how to code, and they kicked me on Twitter. <laughs> so that's why I started a new account. So um, so I can have my show account and not troll anybody on that one. Yeah. So I'm like, Behave. I, can't, I can't. Follow the rules. I, I have. I have. There's, I have like, there's like, I had, I was, uh, I could put 70, I think 70 followers on my other account. I'm at like 21 on the show account now, which is like, I'm not, but I'm not very active on there. I don't really, I don't have time. I'm doing so many other things during the day and I'm home with my kid. So it's like, I can't, I don't yeah. want to be on, you know, it, it, this is why I try to write my scripts at night and all this stuff and lift and do everything else. I did laundry and cook and yeah. So I feel you because I, I have to meal prep now too, which is, that's a bitch. I, I, Sunday, Sunday night. That's, that's, it's me in the kitchen. Yep. Yep. Meal prepping. But, I, um, like, like chicken or burger casserole with like black beans and like peppers and stuff like that in there. It's it's actually really good. You see, I'm I'm weird. You know this. I'm so picky. I don't yeah. I don't eat chicken. I don't eat bean. I mean, <laughs> my my meal prep is legit. Just a different seasoning. Like that. That's how uh, each week we roll into. <laughs> just <laughs> how am I gonna marinate it this week? Because I'm so picky, but. Yeah, so so that's the other thing. I, I don't know. I want I wanted to kind of catch you off guard on this. Just <laughs> so yeah. so I got I got some feedback from from this last show, and um, you know you're you're a big known name 
in Houghton Lake and surrounding areas. Or I guess you're you're you have a face to your name. People know you. You know you've done a lot of. You know you're just out there all the time. Um, I yeah. I kind of got out of Dodge left. Um, but we, growing up, we went to the same high school. You know, we grew up in the same town. Yeah. We have a lot of the same Facebook friends, Instagram followers. Yes. So this kind of caught me off guard too, and I don't know how to take it as a if it's a compliment, a diss. I really don't know. But um, so after the show, we did apparently a couple a couple people went stalking and um, I started receiving the message of you didn't look like what I expected you to look like. And I, I don't know, like, because you and I are similar, you know, we have very similar personalities. Obviously, we geek out on the nerdy comic books, you know, we enjoy our gym time. You know, I lift weights, you lift heavier weights like so I don't. <laughs> I don't know if they were expecting like your mug with long hair. Like what, you know what I mean? Like what were you, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know how to take that, but I'm like, okay, you know, thumbs up. I, I didn't, I didn't warn you that now that you're doing this, um, you might want to change some of your privacy settings. <laughs> um, no, no. I, and, I, and I say this um, because having been involved in the wrestling business for nine years um, and doing this on YouTube and knowing a couple other, uh, not really knowing, but like having interacted briefly with a couple other uh, bigger female YouTubers who are in the, uh, the fandom menace community that I'm involved in. Um, you're going to start getting a lot of weirdos in your inbox. Yeah. No, seriously, you are. It's the same thing with like female YouTubers and wrestlers and stuff like that. You're going to start getting that weird shit. So, um, well, that's why I simply – I don't have Messenger. Don't be afraid to be mean. <laughs> no, I, I, I really don't. I'm, I'm really good at ignoring people. <laughs> but um, I strictly have Messenger just on my iPad for, like, you know, when I come home and I feel like checking some messages. I don't carry it on my phone, and I really don't pay attention to it. But and, – and oddly enough, that's – I actually heard that same thing by two other people two weeks ago before I even started doing this. And I'm like yep. – I. I I don't, if it's a compliment, I guess thanks, but it's really hard to understand what you mean. Like, I just, I didn't expect you to look like that. And I'm like, ah, okay, you know, like, it's so weird. But yeah, so I didn't, yeah. I didn't know if you're, you know, what you're. I, I should have, I should have warned you. For me as a guy, it's like nobody wants anything to do with me outside of like <laughs> asking, asking me about comic books or movies or whatever you know and then now it's just like i get you're ugly or whatever which is cool i'm fine with that you're interacting with me i'm on your mind haha i'm renting space in your head for free but no you're gonna you're gonna get the uh, you're gonna get the unwanted attention and the weirdos so yeah with, with my is, my toothpaste commercial vibe that I, yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> like, i'd rather be in a toothpaste commercial and a rogaine commercial but hey <laughs> oh. but, I've, 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 but to be fair i've shaved my head for yeah i don't what, uh, i i would I, when did you have you hair saw, in elementary school like <laughs> did you have oh, you hair the, in high school you see, uh, yes i did oh, okay. um I, it was yes um i shaved my head for the first time like bald when i was 21 and i just kind of stuck with it i've grown it back like well last year between uh like november of 2017 and november 1st of 2018 i didn't shave my head at all i let my hair i didn't get a haircut once um there's pictures on facebook and instagram of me like the before and after um yeah i actually live stream shaved my head uh in on my uh, seinfeld group 
See, I, I, yeah. I miss all of this. Like, and, and even still, I think it would look weird. I, I'm used to you with no hair. I appreciate you with no what? hair. <laughs> I, I look better with no hair. I looked, I looked horrible. I was just, I just got lazy and fat for a year because I wasn't <laughs> wrestling in a. Yeah, I wasn't on TV. I'm not wrestling. I'm like, I'm just gonna not work out at all, or eat like crap. And I hated myself the whole time. So yeah, yeah, I feel <laughs> it you. was. Uh, yeah, it was just like, but I started like I was actually like in July of like 2018. I kind of started to get back for about a month or two because I was training somebody, and I was actually going to the gym. So like, I worked out at home like really hard to like get back to where I felt like I could go out in public and work out again, and uh, and and then just like. Because uh, we were going at night, we'd go to Planet Fitness uh, between like nine and midnight, you know, and because uh, it was like five seconds from my house. Yeah. So we just there because she had a black card membership. She's like, well, if you train me, it was she actually worked at the daycare where my kid went and she was friends with Erica. So, you know, my wife. So I'm like, whatever. And um, I said, yeah, so I can go work out for free, you know, whatever. So and her she switched shifts and had to start working nights. So it just it just stopped you know but so i went back to working out at home and i just kind of stopped again and i just got the bug and i finally started a couple of weeks ago because i'm like nope it's this is not i'm not doing this so yeah i'm excited to get back you know my quote-unquote injury so <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go I'm, I'm ready to go back so yeah so so that okay, was just so my 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 moment there but yeah i, I I would seriously uh, put up some like some privacy, some privacy wall. I would build a wall. It would be a great, great wall. It'll keep the unwanted uh, <laughs> immigrants out of the box. Um, yeah, I'll work on that. Yeah, because yeah, the, the, trust me, you're you're gonna you're gonna want to do that. Um, but uh, that's that's the uh, the curse of uh, being a woman in this in this industry is uh, is sad as it is. It, know. You know, like I said. I don't, but, I don't. Like, I'm not that. a troll. I, I, I just. No, no not really starts the imagination. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I like comic books and, and lifting and I mean, but I'm, I'm not a man and I'm not a, I, it was just, it's so weird. So weird. No, it, that's, that's the, uh, like I said, that's the, the curse in this, uh, in this business being a, being a female and like a predominantly, it's like the wrestling business. It's like a predominantly male business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, same, same thing with like podcasting, I guess. But I mean, there's, you can't say that cause there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, there's some really good, uh, big female led YouTube channels out there. And there's two of them in particular in the fandom menace. Uh, one is Anna, that star Wars girl, she and Jesse milestone who runs mindless entertainment are both from California. I believe like the LA area. And, um, they're both like awesome, like huge star Wars fans. Anna's a great artist, uh, like literally draws like, um, well, she went to college for art. So, I mean, just like she sells some of her drawings and stuff. I watch her do some uh, art on live stream, great stuff, you know? So, I mean, yeah. they're up in the like, 10 to 20,000 subscribers and I've, I've kind of heard their horror stories um, from, uh, you know, stuff they get in their inbox and it's just, <laughs> it's pathetic. I mean, it, dudes just need to get a life. I mean, for real, it's just, it's bad, you know, yeah. it, it, it's bad. It, it's hard out there. It's hard out there. Right? You know, I feel for you. Yeah. We, we were talking about Kroger earlier today, you know, trying to get, trying to get mm. milk at Kroger. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't even do you can't even do that. No, it's bad. <laughs> so we were, before we got off on the sidetrack here, I know, sorry. it was, it was good. I'm, I'm glad. No, I'm glad. Stop. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad 
glad you brought that up, though, because we I, that was a that was a discussion we haven't had yet about <laughs> you know, the microcosms of what is going to happen. But so yeah, we were going to talk. Uh, I was going to talk a little bit about the possible villain um, for either Black Panther 2 or Doctor Strange 2, but it looks more like along the lines of Black Panther 2 because if you go back to even Iron Man 2 in a scene with Nick Fury and Tony Stark, uh, they're showing a holograph, a hologram, and off the coast of Brazil, they're showing some activity which was rumored to be the city of Atlantis, and then in Endgame, uh, during the briefing scene, Okoye, Denai Guerrero's character, tells Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, that they're having some issues with earthquakes underwater off the coast of Wakanda. And that is been, has been rumored to be the possible addition of Namor to the – am I saying his name right? Namor? Is it Namor? Namor? I, I say Namor. More the I, I also can't say the word owie, so I mean, <laughs> t- take that how you will, but yeah, I say no more. Okay, so he is, I just, I had to look him up, I didn't know who he was, um, Collider, he's kind of like Aquaman, is what it, uh, is what it looks like. Yes, so um, he's kind of... Um... You you don't always know in verse in the comics. You know you're kind of like at one point he's kind of pissed off at everything, everyone. Um, you know this this evil villainy, and then he kind of like flips and is like sees the light, and he kind of kind of like Loki. You know he kind of goes, all right, you know let me let me help you guys out a little bit. Let me try to save the world, and then it's like that's you what know. I said. They go back and forth a little bit with him. He's uh, he's. Uh, a part-time hero, part-time villain. Yeah. So, so I I don't know. Um, I guess really what we're gonna get of him, and, and I'm a little. You can't be Aquaman with with Jason no. Momoa. I mean, I, I don't. I hope they're not trying to compete with that. Um, but it's, it's just really, it, it's really odd timing that you're gonna, because because he's been brought up prior. Um, I, I don't remember which movie it was, but um, something something along those lines similar was brought up a while back, and now we we have Aquaman, and now you're trying to introduce this this Marvel character who's very similar. Um, yeah. So I'm a little nervous about that, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, it gives them a spinoff. So I see, I obviously he's going to show up in Black Panther too. I, I couldn't. I can't imagine Doctor Strange too. We might no. get a, a teaser, but um, I, yeah, it gives them it gives them a, a spinoff, I guess, for for a storyline in Black Panther two. Um, yeah, I, I don't yeah. see because they still haven't finished. I mean, they are nowhere done with uh, Dormammu. They are nowhere near finished with Dormammu yet. Right. He's not going to be held at bay like you know he did in the end of Doctor Strange forever. Uh, so the, that's that's still looming out there, but yeah, this um, you know, like I said, like you said, this this is kind of like a you know the MCU or the Marvel comics uh, version of Aquaman. Um, I didn't I didn't really I didn't know who he was to be honest with you. I I, I had to look him up. And I I didn't know he's one of those kind of uh, 
you know, uh, lower end characters, I guess. But, it, you know, it's just like you well, said, the time. Well, it's, it's a lot. Um, he's he, he kind of deals with a lot more of the Fantastic Four. Um, See, he, actually, he actually pairs up with Dr. Doom at one point. Okay. So, so I mean, he he's not a big, you know, he, Fantastic Four isn't a big Marvel. You know, that's not the first thing you think of when you think Marvel. So, he he's kind of running alongside of Fantastic Four. Okay, yeah, they uh, those movies were horrible. <laughs> and Chris Evans played yep. Johnny Storm. And, and yep. then here he is, as Captain uh, Captain America. Which, yes, thank God. But um, yeah, I was gonna say that, that that flopping was the best thing that ever happened to him. Yeah, um, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So 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 I'm I'm interested to see um, kind of how how they take take this character. Um, and I'm wondering if he's gonna have a, a huge role. Like, I wonder how they're gonna. You, you know, you don't want it to take away from Black Panther. Um, Was he, he, is he, gonna, I guess it would be him being the main baddie. Um, <laughs> opposing. Yeah. Opposing him. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this article on Collider right now. And that's, they're kind of showing, it looks like he faced off with him in the comics. Um, but the problem is Universal Pictures owns the rights to Namor right now. Well, so, they own just like they own the Hulk too. Yeah, I was gonna say they own Universal several characters. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but the, these two are just the, the well, Hulk and him are just the most prominent right now because they're talking about using him. So they would have to have like that uh, Spider-Man uh, kind of, you know, uh, loan. Right. So Sony them. owns Sony owns Spider-Man. So yes, they do. Yeah, I mean. That's obviously you look at how many movies have been made. Like that's obviously not going to be an issue with them. No, no, no. Not but, unless Sony decides to build their uh, own Spider Verse over there, and they say he's going to be exclusive to us. Now, they tried they... and flopped that because Sony just can't make good movies. So. Not with Andrew Garfield playing Spider Man. <laughs> I mean, we watched uh, we watched the Tobey Maguire uh, two thousand two today, and. Trey, that's not the first time he's seen it, but every time we watch that, he was like, "That's so awesome!" I was <laughs> did, like, he, did, did he do the dance? <laughs> no, we, we, it was Spider Man. It was uh, the first oh, the, one. The it first one. Spider- okay. No, I, I was. Uh, I told him I was like, "When uh, when we watch Spider Man three next time, Dad will teach you the dance." Yes, we'll you got to. Dance. You got to do the dance. I love Spider-Man dance. <laughs> you can't help it. It's fun. I don't care how much people hate it. I was like, this is awesome. Dude, I did it in the middle of Kroger at one point. So, I mean. I just crip walk random places. Just a little, <laughs> little, little, little like, I caught myself doing it in the grocery store. and I was pushing the cart with them earlier. I'm like, whoops. Should, yeah. I probably shouldn't do that. I, I, I do it in the middle of, you know, my office at work. And everybody kind of like is you know looking at me like i have six heads i'm like whatever (laughs) what are you gonna do (laughs) so so this no more character is possibly going to be you know the the villain in black panther 2 that kind of bumps me out because i was like i said we were talking about bringing them the possibility of them bringing back killmonger because michael b jordan said you know don't they didn't want to rule it out of him not coming back so i don't i don't I don't know how to take this. Of course, this early. These are just rumors. They haven't even started shooting yet, as far as I know. Right. Uh, no, that. they haven't. I don't think so. 
no, that or Doctor Strange too. But those are both scheduled for next year, I believe. So, yeah. Um, well, we got some sketchy weather coming in through here. So if I lose you, just uh, <laughs> that's why. Um, You've been clear. You were roboting out a little bit earlier, but it hasn't been too bad. So. Okay, sorry. Um, Wait, no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I just didn't want to mention. I was like, we're not going to mess up the flow. I was like, as long as you don't cut out completely. Yeah, if I do and you don't hear from me, um, like send send some rescue team. My condo is not <laughs> equipped to handle this weather. So, are you still in Florida? No, I- I'm in Tennessee now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I love it down there. Yeah, I do too. I, I went. I worked. Uh, I worked in Knoxville uh, a couple summers for like a week with my dad. We had one of his clients down there, and we were right on the river. Oh my God. It was, it, it was beautiful. And the, the best part of it was literally the first time I went down there, we were moving her cause she was uh, leaving her husband and we we're moving her down there and she was keeping the condo. I got to drive a 2008 Aston Martin. <laughs> from Rochester Hills, Michigan to Knoxville, Tennessee. That was fun. V12 <laughs> and it was automatic. Oh my Lord. How many speeding tickets did you get? <laughs> I had a state trooper riding with me. I did not get one. Oh dang. You played that well. I, I, I did. It was funny because I had to drive because he was so big he could barely fit in the car, let alone the driver's seat. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I not, can't it's, I it's can't relate to that, but <laughs> I mean I'm six three and it was like a little tight for me. I had to like the seat all the way down. Um I will say that that V twelve it had at one thirty it still it still had some power left in it. So I was uh that was that was about as quick as I was willing to go. I was terrified at that speed with that thing. Yeah. Just it it starts sketching out on you, you know. I mean, well, it's, it's just the price of that car scared me. I mean, <laughs> the, the tires alone to replace the tires. I asked her how much they were. The tires alone, a set of tires, I think she said was eight thousand dollars. Oh, easy. And, and at that point, at that point, my car that I was actually driving was a '97 Intrepid, and that <laughs> that was worth about I don't know, maybe five hundred bucks. Right. So, yeah. I feel. I, I, I don't have that thing anymore. I like my Ram. I like my. I like my new Ram. I'll. I'll keep that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I got rid of my truck, and now I own a nice little four door. Great on gas. Uh, whatever. Stupid. I make. I make. <laughs> I make dumb adult decisions. Let me just tell you. But. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> moving along. Moving along. This is a this is a whole different podcast. This I know. Is a, this is a whole different podcast altogether. This is bad decisions <laughs> in life with Pete and Monica. All right. So let's see what do we got next on the docket. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got to plug the social media again. So we're gonna say follow the place to be reviews on Twitter at the place to be reviews. Also, Etep Wakuians, the place to be reviews on. YouTube, you can hit me up on mail.com. Send me an email. It's old fashioned, I know. The place to be reviews at mail.com. And yeah, that's about it. Like I said, I've got a, uh, I'm going to start a Facebook page for the show so you can interact through there. Uh, we will be linking that. Uh, we are available on Anchor FM. Get the app. Also, also available on Spotify and iTunes. And I did get a review actually um on itunes Let you me did know. i did and you know what i feel bad because i didn't see it because it was on itunes 
and I am going to go over to screenshots right now. Let's see, because I screenshotted it, and this is from March 22nd, 2019, and it was a five-star review. Entertaining podcast. Very entertaining podcast about pop culture and wrestling. There's a positive, charming energy to the hosts, which I find to be the difference between a good podcast and a bad podcast. You won't regret listening in, and that was link lex seven on march 22nd of 2019 i am sorry i'm just now getting to that it was on <laughs> apple that's why i didn't see it because i don't i have android i really never go on itunes so you know i i appreciate that absolutely yeah uh, today, that's that's pretty spot on you're 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 a charmer you're very charming. I, well you know I, I was in sales for years so i, know, I mean yeah I, you know, the catch a popsicle woman in white gloves. That's me. I can sell it. Um, <laughs> if you want to buy a piece of a bridge, I've got a couple of those too. And they're not just made out of Legos anymore. Um, so yeah, there's that, but no, really, um, that was, that was nice. Uh, you know, and at that point, the, uh, the only other co-host I had on was, uh, actually, um, a friend of mine named Kyle. We used to DJ together and, uh, Y102 in Big Rapids because I had moved away from Holton Lake and moved out to Big Rapids for a couple of years. And um, I was, while I was working uh, in the auto, uh, in the auto business, uh, I got into DJing on the side. Uh, so I, I, I got a gig at uh, two FM stations and I became the weekend guy. DJ SKN was my on-air name. And that was, that was my big voice right there. That's my <laughs> you, you have like, you have that radio voice. I have a face for it too, which is really nice. So it worked out great. Um, it was perfect. It was perfect. Um, like I said, I've, I've got a, I've got a fitted paper bag for when we do video. <laughs> no, no. Um, I tell it, you, I'll hang was... up on you. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm excited to do videos just so I can see how you react to things. Like, if we're doing like watches and like watching like a show on there and you, my, my reactions are like, yeah, I, I I go through like the entire range. My face is all distorted. It, it, it's like a horror <laughs> I know. Movie. It's best. And, and, and that's, I mean, I'm very animated too. I get that all day long. People tell me, but um, yeah, I, I'm disappointed. I didn't get to see your reaction when I told you I had lost on DVD. So I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure that was pretty epic. <laughs> I, I almost came out. Of, I almost came off the casting couch. I was like, well, no way. You're like, you have the whole, I, yeah, I, and I, I feel I still feel like I need to, to send you a picture when we're done here because I feel like you don't really believe that but it's, it's... I think I do actually but I, you can send me a picture <laughs> of the box set anyway I'll take it that's like I see I have Seinfeld is like my my one of that's like my favorite show that's like close to the heart with me yeah. um, I own every season of that yeah it's like that's yeah that like that the Seinfeld group I'm in on Facebook and I will give them all a shout out because I know at least a couple of them listen um I become friends with them like over the last couple of years, you know, a lot of people in the group and it's same thing with the world-class bullshitters uh, group on Facebook and big shout out to Jeff that runs uh, WCBS and uh, EVS over at comic Hours pro secrets, Jeremy at geeks and gamers. Uh, at least Jeff might listen in once in a while. The other guys are, the other guys are a little too big to listen to the show, but uh, you know, Jeff kind of inspired me to get, get into this. Um, and I had a YouTube channel years and years ago, uh, back in 2006 through about 2009 or 10, um, and it's still floating around out there, and I'd really <laughs> like to delete it because I have about 180 videos on it. Um, I can't even I just, imagine. That was like pre-good like good technology and everything, so I can't imagine oh, yeah. what they'd look like. 
But they were straight up shot for my laptop. I had a Dell laptop and just uh, like a, um, a regular basic webcam that I used to use for that. So it yeah. was uh, it, it, I, it I was. I might have to go stalking. I'm, I might have to see what I can find. <laughs> It was it was all it was basically all wrestling stuff um, that I used to do. Back. And before I was even in the wrestling business, though, it was just like I would do like show reviews and stuff like that. So, speaking of which, next um, I wanted to talk about the first annual Houghton Lake Comic Con, which is June fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth at the Northern Event Center in Houghton Lake, which is a brand new beautiful venue do you remember where the rock house is yeah on uh stone school road the yeah. uh, the northern event center is right next door to that it is absolutely beautiful i actually i'm a minister uh, i perform weddings now too on the side so i don't just of course do, you do. <laughs> and i was a professional wrestler and a dj and i'm also i perform weddings on the side too and uh, i did the blessing of the jeeps in 2017 out at the silver lake sand dunes i blessed did about, you I, 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 got, I blessed about 600 jeeps that day i think i think uh i had a couple buddies that were out that day um that's there was, the, the well the dealership that i worked at we sponsored it and yeah. my, uh, my old boss uh derek i know he listens um he uh he's he ran a jeep club out there and he's uh got a uh he's got a camping spot out at the the big campground out there and um it's it's absolutely beautiful um i went out there that like i said i've been out there once uh and yeah it was uh, it was a lot of fun but so yeah there's a there's a there's a comic con here and i actually just like i said i married one of my one of my best friends and his uh, his wife uh there in october beautiful venue it's run by another Houghton like alum um guy is absolutely wonderful um has done a beautiful job with this. It's a, got a basketball court, a gym. They're putting in a restaurant. It has a bar. Um, That's exciting. I have not been to Holton Lake. Um, besides, my friend got married up there two years ago now. Um, and prior to that, which I, I mean, I, I literally stayed at her house. Like, I didn't venture too far out into Holton Lake. Um, it had to well, be. There's, really there's really not too far to venture here, though. I mean. Right. Well, and it's, uh, I feel like a class reunion at Walmart every, you know, every time you go. So, oh, it, um, it's bad. I, I think it had to have been maybe seven years since I was back there prior okay. to that. So, so I really haven't been, you know, my parents, nobody really lives up there anymore that I would go visit. So, um, I, I haven't been there in a long time. So I'm kind of excited. I hope I get to make that. Yeah, that would be, uh, that would be fun because they had, uh, I, I talked to uh, the gentleman that's running it and, um, you know, I, I wanted to be kind of like the podcast there. Uh, somebody's already set up to, uh, to be there. So, um, we're just going to have to rumble, I think, um, over oh, that. I'm, I'm good with that. They're, they're, I like, they're to, I like to throw down. They're, they're in trouble. I don't think they know yeah. what they're in for, but no. Have um, you seen my intimidating face? You know, I've sent you my meme mug. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely scary. <laughs> I was terrified. Yeah, honey, honey badger and the, and the angry bird over here. That's, that's me, you know. This this bird maintained its flight just oh, by not sheer anger alone. I got crap my head into it. That's me, and it actually looks scary accurate too. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, but yeah, so this this Comic Con, um, this is the first one they're gonna do, and uh possibly um got the gig emceeing the cosplay contest which uh 
which I don't know if, if they, if they actually have us do it, that would be kind of neat. Um, I was, I'm like, okay, now I have to actually do a costume. Um, I was just thinking of doing like Mace Windu from Star Wars, which is Samuel Jackson's character, uh, because we're both bald, we're both black, and um, yeah. Oh wait, I can't wait. No, I'm not. Never mind. I'm not Sean White or what's his name? Sean King, Talcum X. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. I, I, yeah, I'll have to come up with something. I, I can't do Bucky. I don't have brown hair anymore. So yeah, that one, that one wouldn't work. Do a. Uh, you, you could be. Uh, I'm not even going to say it because you'll like punch me through the phone if I said just just be Captain Marvel. I almost threw up. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I almost just threw up. <laughs> you knew I was going to say that. It was, it was in the back of my throat like, oh, God, no, no. I, I don't have a manager haircut. I'm sorry. Yeah. I need to speak to your manager, Thanos. <laughs> that was she, didn't, she didn't ask to talk to Thanos' manager. She hit him with a <laughs> Me Too charge. She hit him with what? a Me Too charge. Oh. No, um. I would, I would say, like, you should do, like, a Scarlet Witch thing or something like that. Yeah. Well, you just, you're obsessed with her, though. <laughs> of course I, you would I, pick I, her. I, you know, hey, I would have said, I, I could have said Shuri from Black Panther. <laughs> I mean, either one you're still obsessed with. I know. Those are, like, my two, those are, like, my two girls right now. <laughs> like I'll, come up, I'll come up with some. I, I'll, oh, I'll yeah. just show up. I won't even tell you. I'll just show up. <laughs> That's how I roll. Or, yeah, or, or I'll practice. tell you something, and I'll come up completely different. You'll be like, oh, what? I'm just going to wear scrub. I have I have a hospital scrubs and a foam sombrero. Well, I mean, I, I work in scrubs all day, so. <laughs> I wear sweatpants all day. It's, it's you know, we do that. Well, what are you two supposed to be? I don't know, unemployed? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a vacation. I'm a gamer. I don't know. I'm a podcast yeah. Yeah, I, I thought we were doing the show like normal. I mean, I'm sitting here, which is hilarious because I actually threw some sweatpants on and I got home. And then about an hour later, I realized they were on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so just just so you know how much of an adult I am. So uh, <laughs> I'll make sure to turn them the right way when I when I actually show up in public with you. <laughs> All right, we need, we need to get you a class in adulting. That's a something something's got to give here. No, okay. my mom, she's tried. I mean, we can't diss her. The poor thing. I just there's no hope for me. So <laughs> I'll, I'll get there eventually. Yep. You know, hey, you're you're still young enough to uh to to right the ship. So you're yeah. you're okay. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not in rehab or, or prison right now. So, I mean, that's that's what I say. You know, she complains about like tattoos and stuff. I'm like, mom, I don't do drugs. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in jail. <laughs> There's worse things. You're not addicted to meth. I mean, what? I even lived in Harrison for a good bit there. Oh, I forgot about that. You? Yeah, I, I walked out clean free. I mean, not that's... even. <laughs> When, when I used to do, um, I did uh, undercover loss prevention in uh, like the, the Spartan stores, like Glenn's and Family Okay, Pete, Fair what didn't you do? What did you not I've, do? <laughs> I've, I've had a few, I've had a few gigs over the years. Yeah, just a um, couple. But yeah, uh, I, I only did that for a short period of time. It was such a horrible job. It was, yeah. it was horrible. Um, the Harrison store was like it had the best camera system and shortly after i started working like out of that store more often i figured out why because it had the biggest amount of white trash out of, <laughs> out of pretty much all the stores that i came into 
Yeah. Like, the Harrison store and the Gladwin store were like the worst. <laughs> like I almost got into a fist fight with a kid that was fresh out of jail wearing a triple fat goose down coat in July in like 85 degree weather that stole a fifth of gentleman Jack. <laughs> My I, Lord. I chased him because I had to wait for him to leave the store and I'm not allowed to physically touch anybody unless they, unless they attack me and make contact with me first. So I'm like, okay, I'm sitting there. I'm like in a sprinter stance at the counter. I told the cashier, I'm like, as soon as, as soon, cause I was watching him. I was waiting for him to go out the door. I said, as soon as this guy leaves and I take off, I'm like, call 911 and just get a, get a sheriff's deputy down here. And she's like, okay. So I set my stuff down on the counter. He takes off out the door and I just like take off at a full sprint out the door at him. <laughs> And he gets this is like in I don't know if you if you've ever you've probably been to Gladwell, it's probably been so long. The the Glen store is like in a plaza and there's about like four or five other businesses there. So it's like a oh, decent yeah. length. Okay. Yeah. So he gets to almost the street, which is like a maybe, I don't know, hundred, hundred, maybe two hundred yards, if yeah. not a little bit more. And yeah. He drops the bottle. I'm only about 15 yards behind him, and he had a, a good head start on me. And, you know, this, mind you, this is, uh, what, eight years ago. I was a little bit quicker on the beat than I am now. Um, I don't <laughs> run away from people. If somebody's, ch- if somebody's chasing me now, I'm just going to shoot them. Um, I- I'm, too, yeah. I'm too old and fat and slow to be trying to outrun anybody. I'm big, too. It's like if, I'm, if, if somebody's chasing me, they're bigger than me. I'm, I'm definitely scared. So this, this dude drops this bottle and it didn't break and he stops to pick it up. And by the time he stopped to pick it up, I'm standing like literally almost right over, but I stopped enough to, you know, keep a good distance in between us. And it's like, why don't you just give me that bottle, buddy? And he, he grabs the bottle and cocks back with it. And I'm like, Oh shit. And it was like one of those, it was one of those moments like the wonders where like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. Right. It's a long <laughs> You know, one of those deals, like Morgan Freeman was like narrating in my head. It's like, ah, Morgan Freeman. And I don't know how I got into this store security guard's head, but here I am. Oh, you know, I mean, that, was, that was basically it. I mean, or I could do it like Cleveland. I, my name is Cleveland Brown. I don't know what the hell this guy was thinking. Chasing this crazy ass cracker down over a twenty seven ninety nine bottle of whiskey. He only makes eleven dollars an hour doing this. Is it worth getting hit with a bottle or getting stabbed over? I don't think so. Right. I work at cable. I drink on the job all day. My name is Cleveland Brown. I mean, that's basically like what was going through my head. So like I talk him out of like swinging this bottle at me and he's like, you're just going to call the cops. I mean, I look at his, I look at his wrist and he's got like a jail, like some kind of tag on his wrist still. And I'm like, it's either a hospital or some kind of jail tag. I was you know going to say, I mean? they, they don't give those to you in jail. I think that came from the hospital. It was a hospital. Like, but so I, I was like, all right, man. I'm like, I don't know what you got going on, but I'm like, why don't you just give me the bottle? I was like, we'll go back inside. We'll talk. I says, I promise you. I won't call the police. Me personally, I says, I will not call the police. I said, we'll do this quietly. I said, you can come back inside. Just give me the bottle. We'll make this all go away. And this dumbass follows me back inside. Well, I let of him walk in front did. of me. Of course he did. Yeah. I wasn't going to let him walk behind me. I let him walk in front of me. You know, he gave me the bottle outside, though. So I'm walking in with this thing. At one point, I was kind of like, it, he, he looked like, he was kind of stupid. So I'm like, he's dumb enough to swing. I'm just going to kick him in the face. Cause he's going to fall over. Cause I'm going to move and he's going to fall. I'm just going to kick him in the face. I'm like, this is, you know, I'm just going to start. I'm going to curb stomp this dude. 
He'll be like, I got right. him. Right. right. I, I, was, I, wonder, I wonder what kind of a legal team we had. But anyway, so I, I got fired long before that ever happened. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a joke. We'll, we'll get to that shortly because I'm going to wrap this up. But no, so I went inside. I take him to the back. And by the time we got to the back room and I had pat searched him and sat him down at the table, um, yeah, that was another unfortunate part of my job. I always carried rubber gloves because I had to pat search people and like search their pockets and stuff. Um, well, men anyway. I didn't. I had. I had worked with a couple um, female partners, and that was always. I'm like, yep, you do this. I'm like, just I have to be the witness, and that's all I can do in this case. Yeah. Um, so it was the same thing. If like if I made an apprehension of like a female suspect, I always had to have like at least two witnesses, one male, one female when I was doing like, cause I never did a pass search. I'd wait for the police to get there. I have to tell them, you know, it's a female, you know, suspect, whatever, whatever, because all that crap. I was like, I'm not getting involved in this. You know, I know yeah. legal. I'm not gonna deal with it. So we get to the back there and within like five minutes in comes a Gladwin city police officer and this kid's head just goes right down to the table. And this cop has like a little scar on the side of his face. And he said that uh, he arrested this kid a couple of years ago or a year, whatever. And the kid th- did the same thing, had a bottle that he turned around and threw it at the cop in the face. Oh so my he's got Lord. A, and it was the same cop coming in and when I did that. Cause he walked in, I walked in he says, thank you. I'm like, for what he goes, he told me that story. I'm like, Oh, and this kid was just like, he was destroyed. <laughs> it was like oh, yeah. he had been he had been in jail like oh about a month prior he was living on he was homeless and he had just got out of the hospital for something i can't remember but yeah um this dude was a mess he was only 22 years old too that's sketchy yeah. i probably knew, well, i probably this- knew both of them the police officer and the kid but <laughs> i chased i chased a kid down on foot to the trailer park behind the glen store in gladwin um <laughs> to tried to steal like DVDs, he dropped them on his way out the door. But yeah, it was. I was like, I'm fucking. I'm just gonna chase him at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I'm already running. I'm too fat to stop. So <laughs> right. I'm, I'm actually coasting. I'm coasting yeah. at this point. I just. This is, <laughs> it takes this me a is just inertia. This is just inertia <laughs> carrying me at this point. Yeah. So no, th- this job. I, I said I got fired. I got fired the day after I got back from my honeymoon. Actually, the day I got back from my honeymoon, oh my lord, uh, we uh we we went to Jamaica and uh, we we got back at like four in the morning, five in the morning to Metro in Detroit and drove all the way home, and uh, you know slept half the day because it was just the two of us at the time. You know, we didn't you know there's no kid or anything, right? It was just what nine years, eight nine years ago, and uh, yeah. Um, they called me and it was a conference call. It was my direct supervisor and an HR lady. And when the HR lady was like, hi, Pete, this is so-and-so from HR. I'm like, <laughs> I laughed. I'm like, I know what's going on here. Right. You're fine me. And both of them just like fell silent. I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm like, I don't mind. Cause I had, I'd had enough at that point. You know, yeah, was, I'm sure. I mean, especially, especially there. I'm <laughs> like, Everybody knows Harrison's sketchy as shit, and then Gladwin's not too far behind. I mean, yeah. Oh, it was it was like Harrison, Claire. I was Glad- gonna say Claire's is is gone downhill quite a bit too. Yep, uh, Marion, Grayling, Roscommon, Standish. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully Taylor. nobody's listening. That that's coming coming like you know give us bad review, but <laughs> sorry, yeah, Harrison well- people. <laughs> 
out of all those stores that, that I worked in, the the worst one was it was the Harrison. Um, Cadillac was Cadillac was kind of bad too, yeah, but not as bad that. as like, not as bad as uh, Harrison and um, Harrison and Harrison and like uh, that was probably the worst. Yeah, Harrison was the worst. Yeah. That, that one was that was just dirty. I, I but, didn't leave. I didn't leave the house much. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Yeah, I went. I went to. I went to college down there. So I mean, it was like. Yeah, I, I was there too. Yep. Yep. I went to. I went to that. You know, that campus there, and then the one. The one in Mount Pleasant was super nice. I tried to take as many classes as I could there. Yeah, I went. I went to both. But. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, again, those so, bad adult decisions. We. <laughs> yep. So. We are on to where I t- uh, we were we were talking about the uh, the Comic Con there, but anyway, so that's uh they have a Facebook page. It's uh like I said, it's June fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth at the Northern Event Center. Uh, you can get on the Northern Event Center page on Facebook. Just search Northern Event Center, Northern Michigan Event Center, or the Houghton Lake Comic Con. They have the it's just Houghton Lake Con. It has its own page on Facebook. You can message them for more information on prices and times. But uh, the place to be reviews will be in the house. Either one of us or both of us. Uh, if it's one of us, it's obviously going to be me. Um, <laughs> yeah, ho- ho- hopefully I'll, it's both. I mean, yeah, that would be that would be ideal. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to by then, but I want to get us. I want to get shirts. Um, Made up, which is actually why I'm trying to push. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously not going to be able to work out tonight because it's going to be. I'll have to get up too early, so I'm going to have to take tonight off, which sucks because I just bought a new pre-workout, but I'm not taking pre-workout at 11 o'clock at night. So <laughs> I'm interested to see how you, how you like that though. So let me know. Yeah, I, I'm. It's I haven't used that one before. I was using Finiflex, um, which was like basically like scooping cocaine into your uh, into a thing of water and just drinking it. <laughs> yeah, that's out. that's too much for me. I, I'm just a, a little guy, so I need something kind of a little more mellow. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna start out light on this. I'll probably like do like a half a scoop. So I'll let you know how it works out. It's uh because I got sick. I was using that C4 stuff, and it used to make me sick to my stomach. But there's so much filler in it. It's not even. Uh, it's not yeah. even good, like good pre-workout. No, it, that's that's the Walmart of pre-workout. Yeah, I just um, cause GNC, I I got it at GNC a couple times, just like clearance out, and I was like, yeah, whatever, and I tried that, and I was like, Ugh, nope, and um. I used to get all those things because I used to go in there and buy some shit to give me those free sample packs. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, of course, of course I'm going to use them. I get like 30 of them and they're free, you know? So, but all right. So on to my IWE timeline and we are up to January of 2017. The tip of town show. That was the first IWE over the top battle Royal. And Monica has no idea what I'm talking about right now. Really. No, I just hear letters. Yep. This <laughs> is a, <laughs> I've been doing this series about um, my time with uh, Imperial Wrestling Entertainment, which was basically the last year and a half of my of my nine year career, um, and I've kind of been going over it show by show. Uh, I was in a stable called Team Ratings for our new listeners out there. Um, my wrestling name was Pete Daddy Dollar. Uh, I was uh, <clears throat> in a stable the called Team Ratings. The infamous. Oh yep, that, and that, and you know way uh you've known i had that nickname well before i ever started wrestling yeah i um, i almost blurted that out earlier but i was like eh, you know that's that's like old school i think it's on one of your softball jerseys it is it yeah. actually was on my, my spike horn jersey yeah yep but yeah that was uh that tommy mays gave me that nickname back in like 2004 <laughs> um, it's it's fitting you know, 
it, it worked, you know, and that just became my wrestling gimmick. And, um, but yeah, so I, uh, January of uh, 2017 was actually the first month that they had the Imperial training, uh, the Imperial Academy, which was uh, our training school. And uh, I had wrestled off and on my entire career, just spot matches here and there. And uh, I was actually finally getting finished uh, formally training, which I trained a little bit off and on just before shows. Had a couple of uh, training sessions with Shane Morton, who was a nephew of uh, Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express, famous tag team from the 70s, 80s. They're actually still wrestling today in the Crockett Cup tournament. They're both in their 50s or 60s, I think, uh, and still work in the independent scene. So I, uh, we did a training session before the show couple hours worth of uh, doing backflips and bumps and stuff like that. Um, which, and it's funny because like I laugh when people will say that the wrestling ring looks like a big trampoline and in all actuality, it's uh, three quarter inch plywood over steel with about a quarter inch of padding. Yeah. I was going to say concrete. That's concrete. <laughs> yep, it's actually uh, falling on concrete is a lot softer. Um, <laughs> ring. Um, but yeah, so we had a uh, it was a twenty five man over the top battle royal, and that was uh, the second. I think that was the second or first. That was the second taping of the night, and uh, I, my partner and I were in one spot apart. We were both we were both in for around twenty to twenty five minutes each. Uh, which is a long time to be in the ring during a battle royal. Uh, but we knew how long we were going to stay in. So it, it made it a little bit easier to pace ourselves. And uh, we did a lot of just like heel because we were the bad guys. We're the heels. I don't, Monica, I know you're not much of a wrestling fan. So the terminology, <laughs> I will I will take time and I will explain it to you because I know we have new listeners. And if they don't know the in, insider industry terms, they're going to learn them here because I don't care about kayfabe anymore. And uh, for those of you at home and uh, my co-host kayfabe was a wrestling term that meant to keep your industry secrets away from the fans knowing what they are. Like the words, you know, there's the, you know, we call fans, you know, we call them marks or whatever, you know I mean? It's, yeah, I, I, I never, I never looked at the. Well, I, there's times where I did, but it just depends how drunk I was while I was wrestling. <laughs> All the fans fucking marks, but you know, I mean, it's I, if I wasn't a, if I wasn't a mark, I wouldn't be in the business. You know, that's why I got in the wrestling business. So, yeah, but the, the battle royal was fun. Uh, we got to do a lot of fun spots in there. One of them was it was really funny because um, the the guy we were kind of feuding with him and his partner, like we were kind of brawling off and on with them the entire time we were in the ring, and. uh I was laid out in the one corner and no, James was behind me and I sat basically in between his legs and John went to stomp on my nuts and James put his hands over my, over my nuts to protect him, protect me because that was, that was he did a thing where somebody like the, the referee went to back me in the corner to like pat me down before the match. And James grabs the mic. And he looks at the ref. He goes, "Nobody puts Petey Pie in the corner." Oh my lord! <laughs> because I called him, I called him my big grumpy bear. Like, yeah. and I started, I started doing that shit in promos because I would. It's probably not well advised, but I would drink before I pretty much the entire time I was in the locker room. Um, so I would, uh, I my promos would get a little bit funny at times, and I would just say, I would just blur shit out, and yeah, so I would just do stuff like that. And so he stomps on James, and James protects me. He stomps on his hand, and there's another point in the match where I get thrown into the corner, so I'm laid out on the bottom turnbuckle, just kind of laying there, just basically taking a rest. And um, James falls in my lap, face first in my lap, 
and he's laying there and he goes to pick his head up and I just shove his head back down in my lap and we're right in front of the front row of the crowd and we did that for probably about 30 seconds like he'd pick his head up I'd shove him back down and oh yeah the, the, the crowd was the crowd was booing the shit out of us for that it was, it was hilarious I was like no I'm not doing it go back down so we were I'm trying to think when I because we eliminated, I mean, we eliminated so many people. I'm like, I really, I think I only eliminated two, but I mean, like as a team, you know, we, like, there was like yeah. in a stable, there was like four of us. And at one point, all four of us were in the ring and we just kind of cleaned house. And then <laughs> I got eliminated and then he got eliminated right after me. It was just, you know, like quick bump over the top rope. You know, it was, uh, it was John and Brody that eliminated both of us. And we were feuding with them at the time. Um, and this was, like I said, in January and we had been going back to, basically when I debuted it kind of reinvigorated the feud that James and John had going on for almost a year at that point so I joined in July of 2016 and they'd been feuding for a year and I I was done in October of 2017 so they feuded for two and a half years while I was there uh, and and they kept it going just because they added me in and John and I kind of had a little program because he was the head trainer he's one of the half owners of the company um and one of the only guys that I can never say a bad thing about, um, yeah. John is a super, uh, he's a, number one. Um, the dude would give you the shirt off his back in, you know, sub-zero temperatures if you were cold. I mean, that's the kind of guy he is. Um, and he, he takes care of his workers. Um, you know, he, he, they have a, they have, their crowds are packed there. I, I I'll never go to another show. Um, I, I can't, um, it's, it's too like emotionally difficult to to be around it anymore at all because yeah. I can't I can't do it anymore. So it's uh you know it's really it's it's very tough. Um, and they run like right in my backyard, you know. So it's kind of <laughs> right. It's it's tough in that respect, but you know, uh, I'm I'm happy they're doing uh, they're doing good though. Their draws are good. I see the their pictures on Facebook from the live the live shows and um they're doing extremely big uh, attendance there at the 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 artesia youth center which um i actually lined that venue up for them because i used to run my shows i ran a company with uh my ex-tag partner james back in uh 2009 or 2008 to 2010 called absolute entertainment pro wrestling and i used to the two of us ran shows there for about a about a year and um John said they needed a venue when I uh, when I got brought into IWE. In my, I, I came in in June of 2016. I didn't debut until July of 2016. So uh, he said he needed a venue, and I'm like, well, let me let me make a phone call, and I'll put you in touch with somebody. And they've been running there ever since. Uh, and now they actually go out on the road and do some uh, like they're doing a show at the high school uh, for I think it's Relay for Life. Um, That's cool. And, yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing is like they do a lot of benefits and things like that, which is like it's super, it's super cool. Um, uh, no, it, it, it's so funny too because having come into the wrestling business in around 2008, and I was, you know, I was 28 years old, which I was old to be getting into the business uh, by industry standards, you know. Um, but I didn't. Then again, I didn't start wrestling full time until I was 37. Uh, I spent, you know, years as a manager and a ring announcer. Uh, right. I remember you doing that. Like, yep. you know, just I remember seeing picture of you with the mic in the ring. 
I, I'm always at home with a microphone, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, and somebody still has not yet taken that away from you, but uh, it's no, cool. dude, for my for my cold dead hands, it's my hand got in my microphone. <laughs> the two things you're not taking from. Um, you take my manhood, you're not taking my microphone and my gun, damn no. But no, it's uh, it, it, it's just it's natural. And I started doing, I did a little bit of stand up um, before shows. I used to run um, when I worked for uh, Apex Pro Wrestling in um, Clinton, not Clinton Township, uh, New Baltimore, Michigan, uh, yeah. the Diesel Concert Lounge, gorgeous venue. Uh, they, had, they had some de- like Theory of a Dead Man would play there. I mean, they had some good bands come in. Um, we put on, they put some wrestling shows on there. And I would, uh, I, it was a bar show. So I would be, Nobody would be hiding the fact, especially me, because I was ring announcing. So I would be drinking the entire show. Yeah. Uh, the waitresses would bring me drinks right to the ring. I would have them play the Cheers theme song and hit them with a spotlight while they were walking back to the bar. You know, I mean, <laughs> they, 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 I'd make a game out of it. You know, so I I started coming out before the show and I do a little bit of stand up, which is basically more or less just storytelling. And I would do impressions. So that was, that was kind of how I would, I would warm the crowd up before uh, I would go back through the curtain and put my lokes on and uh, my suit coat and uh, my purple alligator shoes and come out to uh, RIP by young Jeezy and bounce off the turnbuckles. Oh my Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's the, the evolution of my theme music over the years was like nothing. I had like 20 some entrance songs in like nine years. I think it was <laughs> like my, my favorite one though was and it's basically like, I think it's probably the song that they'll play at my funeral is Kanye West. Can't tell me nothing. That is yeah. like <laughs> that, that, that song was just me. I mean, the first time I ever heard that was in the movie, the hangover. And I heard that yes. song and like, it was just one of those moments where, like, my eyebrow raised, like, the rock, and my ears perked up, and I'm like, oh, this is my new entrance music. I'm like, this is it. This is me. This song is me. Yeah. And that was the bad thing about IWE was it, we were on television, which was a good thing, but we couldn't use licensed music. So everybody had these, like, just shit either by, like – you know, just generic songs. So I was like, our stable was based on the NWO, which is like a huge uh, wrestling stable gimmick from like the nineties. WCW. I knew that one. New Orleans okay. order. Right. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Too sweet. So that's, that was like our whole, our whole, and you've seen the pictures of me in like the black and white, the NWO style shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. That was like giving team ratings. So that was like, that was the whole deal. And, uh, Oh yeah, I, I did the whole like I'd come out and it was like, well, you you don't want to you don't want to mark out and do the whole NWO thing. I'm like, oh, the fuck I don't because <laughs> when when I came in, yeah, I was very um, adamant about having um, a more uh, hands-on creative control with my own gimmick and what I was doing, and not only what I was doing, but what our stable was doing because I, I walked into a pre-existing stable um, of three really talented workers and a solid manager but the month i started the manager was gone and john knowing my talent on the microphone said hey tonight you're the mouthpiece but you're also going to put me through a table and da, 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 which i did and you know i mean the first night there me and james suplexed him through a table so i mean and i took most of that to the back of my head and uh yeah i got i mean i i got i got maybe I think two. I've had maybe four four concussions probably in uh, in nine years. During... Well, that's not horrible. I mean, it's just no, <laughs> but that's not counting the ones from football too. Oh yeah, I forget you play football. 
Yeah, that's not that's not counting. I had at least three in high school too, so I was about seven, seven or eight concussions. Yeah, uh, no big deal. You you only kill a couple brain cells. <laughs> I just shoot myself in the chest before it's all over and donate my brain to science, like those NFL players. It, it's it's like it's pretty much alphabet soup up there at this point, anyway. So. <laughs> it explains <I'm> not, so <laughs> much. <laughs> it's it explains a litany of things. The veritable <laughs> as it were, but no. Um, so it, it's it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, that level of control over a gimmick and it, it's to the people out there who are in the independent wrestling that you know they're like yeah right no I did I really got to come in and I designed the t-shirts I'm like and I knew another one of my uh, wrestler buddies big shout out to Sean Stockmeyer face kicked apparel if you need shirts made this is your guy uh, quality work cost effective and very very beautiful shirts uh he does excellent work with them uh that's face kicked affair apparel on facebook um so yeah and i got his shirts and you know we were selling t-shirts uh you know we're heels and during matches we would bring extra shirts out and we would walk around the crowd and sell t-shirts if we were just <laughs> out there during one of our other guys matches and we did that at a uh, at mid michigan community college for the campus class show it was an outdoor show so we're walking around selling t-shirts during a match just and it was it was a page out of uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash's playbook from the NWO back in the day, and that yeah. was honestly, like my entire gimmick. Unfortunately, uh, bled into me being kind of like a real life Scott Hall, and that was the problem. Was like I, I yeah, it was uh, it was fun, but uh, I like to I like to uh, I like to tip back a little bit too much while before the before I'd wrestle, so. <laughs> it, <laughs> But I tell you what, it really loosened me up in the ring. Um, and, I'm sure. And that was it. I got I got yelled at for it once because it was like one of the promoters. It wasn't John. It was his partner who I don't mention his name because I I don't care. Um, I mean he's yeah he's he, he's unworthy unworthy. You dead to me, Sammy. You dead to me. <laughs> no, um, but I. Uh, you know, he, he, he got mad because I was, I was drinking. He found out like two months after that I was intoxicated during a match, but I still didn't mess anything up and nobody got hurt. So I was like, sorry, bud. I was like the first night I worked in this company. I, I walked in with uh, my gear bag in one hand and a rolling cooler with a fifth of vodka and a 12 pack in it. And the other, uh, <laughs> in the other hand, because every other locker room I'd ever been in, um, people were drinking, people were smoking weed guys, throwback pills it's it's the wrestling business yeah it's the wrestling business and painkillers and wrestling go hand in it's kind of it's i mean it's entertainment you're in an entertainment industry so and and it sucks because like i know a lot of kids look up to these guys and not every single one of them does this but what people don't realize is the the shit that we put our bodies through to entertain people is absolutely and i was never one of these risk takers like i don't do flippy shit you know um i i can i can still do like a standing you know a standing flip will i do it no (laughs) but i don't want to you know um but i mean i would never do like that bullshit in the ring like any high risk anything like i did a second rope elbow drop once that's like the highest i ever went up on i'm not doing that i was like i'm six like at my peak i was I'm, I'm 6'3", but I was 200 and oh, 240, 245. Um, I'm like, I'm not. And there's bigger guys than me that do shit like that. But I'm like, that's cool. You do you. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I, I, am, I am not doing it because I 
I can I can get over with the crowd by doing my basic routine that I would do. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll make the other guys look good. You know, I I want the the guy I'm working because we're telling a story, right? And the main thing is, you know, I never went out there and went into business for myself, which which means I'm not going to just basically screw the other guy over just to make myself look good. You know, I, I would always make sure that – and I went above and beyond. I mean, actually, the last team that we feuded with, you know, James is my height, but he's about two, what, 255, I think. And I was like 240, 245. And we were wrestling these two – they're twins, and they were like, Jesus Christ, they couldn't have been much, much, uh, much taller than you, Monica. And <laughs> – not much, not much bigger. Probably you and you were jacked at about 120. They were about 120. Well, but I mean, you, I'm working uh, on it. I'm, I'm you, getting back. You, but, but when you were when you were working out heavy before, um, but these yeah. dudes were little, and I mean, like I, I was bumping for them, like making you know making them look like they were beating the hell out of me. And <laughs> first time we worked, they got backstage, and the guy said, like, "What the hell are you bumping so much of them for?" So like the second time we worked them, I think I only took three bumps, three four bumps the entire match. I was like, I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. I'm a big guy. Why the hell should I do this? You jumping me through the air. I should swat you with like King Kong in a fucking airplane. <laughs> but I, I didn't do that because it wasn't a selfish prick. And I, I want to make them look good. You know, they're young kids. They're up and comers. You know, it's like I was 37. I figured if I would, if I wouldn't had happened what happened and had to leave early, um, I, I probably would have uh, had another, you know, a good three or four years in the ring. I wanted, I, I wanted that. You know what I mean? Because there was, yeah. there was certain rules that I had. Uh, I wanted to accomplish. One of them was I won the tag team championship uh, with with James, who got into the business uh, because of him. You know, so that was that was cool. You know, we had a, a great run in our stable together. Uh, I got to do an NWO type gimmick. You know, what I mean, it was like everything I wanted to do. I got to do except I wanted a, I wanted a, I wanted a world title run. Belts are props in wrestling, but it just means that the company has enough faith in you to put you as their very top, top guy. So right. that, that was kind of like, but, you know, at the same time, it was like, I, I, the good of the group, you know, the greater good. I'm like, I got mine, you know, I, I got my shine. I know how to get myself over, you know, and not at the expense of anybody else. So I'd always work to, uh, to put the, uh, the young guys over because they were, you know, they're, they're the future of the, of the company, you know, I, the here and now, you know, I figured I, if I could have worked till I was like 40, you know, 41. And as long as I still look good and could move well in the ring and not, you know, look like, you know, an old one of the old quarterbacks out there with two bum <laughs> knees, you know, they can't, can't leave the pocket or get stuck with a deer in the headlights like Eli Manning uh, with two yeah. brain cells in his head. Um, Eli Manning is the Forrest Gump of NFL quarterbacks. I mean, I can't knock him too much because he's got two Super Bowl rings, but that has a lot to do with the supporting cast around him. Yeah. But so, yeah that's, you know, that's to, to, to kind of bring it into your uh, your area of expertise, your wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know football. <laughs> yeah, see, so – Come come football season, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be talking more about that, and uh, that's one thing I wanted to touch on too, um, because I didn't really do much with sports before uh, you came on outside of wrestling, um, because honestly, I've kind of like I don't really I watch a little bit of baseball, like I'm a Yankees fan. Um, I know I think that is like our major. <laughs> disagreement right there like, oh yeah i know you're, you're I, i'm not saying i don't i don't i i do like the tigers i do like the tigers but the yankees are my favorite so yeah well and aaron judge, aaron judge is a god amongst men 
and we can we can both we can both agree to that yes but uh he, no. he's amazing but no so it, you know it, but it came to the point where it was like it was time to go and you know so I, I had to step away but yeah so that 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 battle royal was uh that was the first one i'd ever really been in it was fun um and it was it was a pretty easy show uh, that that taping was easy. So we'll get back into my IWE timeline next episode, uh, which we will. Uh, I'll tell you right now, we'll be uh, probably recording another podcast on Monday night. Um, it's Wednesday as we're recording this. Uh, I'm gonna give uh, I'll give my my new co-host the uh, the rest of the week and the weekend off. Um, that's not to say we won't be working behind the scenes, getting ready for Monday night show. And I am probably going to have a YouTube uh, single release video up. Uh, I've got a few things cooking for that. Um, I won't be appearing on camera in that one. Uh, so we'll probably get more views on that this time. So, yeah. Um, so we've got some uh, we've got some things in the works. Uh, but with that being said, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's quarter after 10 and I'm old. I'm not going to make it to work out tonight. Um, yeah, I'm an hour behind you and I'm not going to make it. So if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> it's not as we're both being lazy tonight, but I worked out hard last night. So, and you yeah, just I got, didn't, so. you just got to come back so right. ease into it you know don't uh especially with that injury that you had do not I try know. To so ridiculous but yeah because no i'm i'm kind of going like you know just basic little cardio little ab workout for the rest of this yep. week and then i'll start heavy monday and just i say heavy i'll start with an actual lifting routine monday <laughs> <laughs> i mean i know i know we have different terms of of what heavy means so <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, I like I said, I just—I've only been back at it for a couple weeks now, so you know, I, I yeah. Got but done. you can—you can literally probably curl me, like just in a hole. I mean, with one arm, I'm sure. So you—you <laughs> you don't have to say it because you told me off air how much you weigh. Yeah, I probably could actually. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm not <laughs> doubting you. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um. So anyway, uh. With that being said, uh, follow us on Twitter, The Place to Be Reviews on Twitter. Uh, YouTube, Etapakuians, The Place to Be Reviews. Uh, the Place to Be Reviews at mail.com if you want to send an email. And Facebook page is coming down the pipe. We got more YouTube videos. Uh, we're going to be doing some watch parties, um, things like that, guys. Uh, we're going to have merchandise available eventually. Trust me. If this keeps going the way I think it's going to go now that we're getting the pieces of the puzzle fall in place, and we're still going to have guests come on too. I have the gentleman that is uh, Randy from the Holt Lake Con, uh, the Comic Con. I have him scheduled to be on. I'm actually going to do a surprise visit at the Northern Event Center and get Mark that runs that to come on. Um, so we've got things happening here uh, behind the scenes. I didn't want to say anything before I kind of got the wheels moving on these. but And I'm going to be working on a uh, – actually, there's a great little distillery that opened up here in Monica. They do vodka and rum. What? Um, yeah, it's called the Copper Kettle Brewing or Copper Kettle Brewing Company. Uh, actually, the post office down in Prudenville, right next door, there's that little shop that's called the Ox Yoke Gift Shop. Yeah, they turned that into a distillery. A gentleman from, I believe he's from, it was either uh, it was around the, the Detroit area, uh, came up here, bought it, turned it into a distillery, and 
oh my God, it, they make the best Moscow mules there. And the bartender actually just added me on Facebook because I've gotten to know him pretty well. The few times I've been in there, super nice kid. Um, and uh, I'm going to see maybe about doing a little broadcast from there. If I can get a little cross promotion, a uh, free drink sponsorship, you know, and have a little <laughs> cocktail hour uh, up at the, uh, up at the copper kettle. So you might, uh, you might have to take over the show while I'm sipping on Moscow mules one. Night, yeah. You know? Yeah. That seems fair. That seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you'll be there in spirit though. It's okay. Yeah. I'll just be drinking my, my beer out of the fridge here acting like I I'm sitting there with you. I see that's the thing is like it's funny I say that but I really like I went out my birthday weekend a couple you know uh, a couple weeks ago um and acted like I wasn't turning 39 and uh yeah we that Are was one of the Are you not a big birthday person either? I love birthdays. Like I, you know the older I get the the less I care about them but it's just it was just fun to get together with like the, the my core group of like basically four people, my wife and two of my friends, but you know, we met up with other, we met up with other people like, throughout the night and stuff like that. So it was, you know, cause we did dinner and we went to a few different bars along the way and we ended up at the sandbar, you know, that's a dive and a half. Oh Lord. But you know what? They have one of the best jukeboxes there and it's packed with like ice cube and all this like ICP and stuff. So like we pretty much tortured everybody in the bar with like West side connection, ice cube and ICP for like an hour straight. That's hilarious. I'm cool with that. I'd be down, but while we were like playing shuffleboard, it was like absolutely amazing. Like, like you just time traveled backwards. (laughs) Yes, yes, and that bar is like, like the entire motif of it is like still it hasn't changed since probably. Oh no, that that is literally like how that bar opened. That it's all still the same. Everything is inside the same. Like. It's, I had only been in there twice before last year. Well, because like I said, I just moved back here. And when yeah. I was living here, when I was living here before, um, it was like the long branch, which is now called the poor house. And right. What is that? I mean, I, I, I don't really, nothing against them. I just really don't go in there that much anymore. Yeah. I don't really go out much, you know, I, you know, 39, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather go out my garage and work out, you know, and yeah. you know, I enjoy, I enjoy having a few drinks every now and then, but you know, it's uh, it, it's got to be like an occasion or an event, right? Yeah, Other I think that was that. the last time I really went out. I mean, we went down. Obviously, you know, the the NFL draft was here, so um, yeah. we we went down and kind of checked that out. Um, but like, I'm not a big. I feel like I'm more of a, a heavy drinker when I'm at home. Like if I'm out and about, it's kind of, especially around here, it's it's a little sketchy. You kind of got to pace yourself so you can get back to where you need to safely. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge drinker anymore. I, you know, again, those adult life decisions, they're kind of, <laughs> kind of taking over. I'm, I'm trying really hard. I promise. <laughs> well, it's better you do it at home. That way you don't have to worry about getting home. You don't have to, you, you're safer. You, know, you say um, that, you say that, but, uh, yeah. But I, you're I clumsy I'm... too, though, so, like, you could slip and fall. Like, <laughs> yeah, anything. you would not, you would not believe, um, well, you would, but, um, yes, I, I, <laughs> I can, I can tell you some, some stuff where I'm like, maybe I should, uh, just not drink at all. <laughs> I've, I've had, I've had those, I've had those times, trust me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yep. I'm a couple years behind you, so I'm, I'm still kind of figuring it out where, you know. Just stop now. <laughs> Just right. stop now. <laughs> My thing was, like, wrestling, I was, like, I would I would pre-mix uh, Grey Goose and Gatorade. That's disgusting. So 
No, it's really fucking good. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm not a vodka person. Oh, see, I love, I love vodka. Like that's vodka's like water to me. Comrade. It's <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm rum. You know, you know me, Captain. Oh. I mean, I, I, you know, did speaking of Captain, did you see the video? You know, I was almost an Avenger, right? What? No. I was, I was Captain Credit. You didn't see that? <laughs> no. Did you not see that Facebook video, the commercial I did for my when I was working? Uh, oh doing my finance? god! Yes. Okay. I did. I comment on that. I think you did. I did. Uh, I don't. No. I don't remember. But yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. I, there's there's more on that page because I do a video of all like jump cuts where I jump and turn to a different direction outside. And I'm like <laughs> have the Superman pose. Oh yeah, it's there was there was a bunch of them on my uh, on my page because I made up a, a Captain Credit page and now people are gonna be looking that up on Facebook. I'm, yeah, I along with those old school YouTube videos that we're we're gonna go find. <laughs> I, I, I doxed myself. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's it's not a big deal. It's not weirdos doing it on Twitter. I'm doing it to myself, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so, the thing too. Is like people that try to dog you. It's like you're ten steps ahead. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you can't. If you're playing, if somebody playing mental chess with me, it's not going to happen. They're playing checkers, right? And I'm not. So, but hey, with that being said, I think that's a good place to uh, to end it right here for the evening. As uh, we've already went an hour longer than we originally said we were going to go. Yeah, that's all right because uh, we have good solid content. This is the place to be reviews. I am Pete Monica. Thank you again for uh, coming on and dealing with this insanity. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me again. I'm I'm like excited. Two time, two two episodes in a row. I got a streak you've, going. Uh, you've uh, you've almost uh, you've almost got. Uh, let's see, Kyle is at two episodes, and uh, like I said, he was uh, he was he was a D. We actually DJ together. So you've uh, you well, you, I named you the permanent co-host. He hasn't he hasn't really reached out to me since. I think he's mad at me now. So. Oh. We're gonna, we're gonna have we're gonna actually sorry we're gonna sorry Kyle. <laughs> we're, no, he's a Kyle. I love you, Kyle. We're gonna have Kyle on. Um, he did the Into the Spider Verse episode with me, uh, which is episode ten and um, episode number two or three. It was the What in the Name of John Wayne episodes. If you go back in the catalog, um, the earlier episodes anyway, uh, those were the two that Kyle was on. So. If you guys want to uh, hear Kyle and I discuss Spider Verse and uh, the John Wayne quote unquote controversy, um, yeah, that was that was hilarious.